Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today we're going to be talking about a very serious subject. And so I hope that people will really pay attention to this because we're going to be talking about mental health. And I think it is something that, especially now, because of COVID, because of the pandemic, is an issue that is more and more in the forefront. And and so we're really going to be talking about this, but we promise we're still going to have some fun with this and and have a good time. But, you know, please join me in welcoming my guest today, Cindy Chosik. Welcome, Cindy. Oh, thank you, Deb. It's wonderful to see you and hear you and uh, be on your show. Thanks for having me. I love it. I love it. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this because as I said, this is a very important subject. So Cindy Chosik is a mental wellness speaker and ghostwriter. She's the CEO of So Connected and the author of Called to Lead, Success Strategies for Women. Cindy has been a longtime thriver and advocate for mental health. After living through mental diseases and developing tools, practices, and habits to help herself maintain mental wellness every day. She now shares her humorous stories and tools she's developed with her audience. When Cindy is not on stage or screen, stage, we get to do that again, really? (laughs) She is ferociously ghostwriting books for mental health professionals who desire to share their experience to help their readers and mental health influencers who are called to share their journey to achieve mental wellness. To keep her tongue sharp and her pencil sharper, Cindy belongs to many speaking and writing associations. She is happiest writing books on the beach and is even happier to be with us here today. So again, Cindy, welcome. Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here. Great, great. Well, I always like learning more about my guests. So Mm -hmm. tell us how it is that you got to where you are today and how you know that this truly is your passion in life. Oh, boy. Well, you know, a whole long list of different careers and different experiences. And and then, of course, you know, things that don't go so well. So it's it's been quite a life of different careers. I have been in uh, I've been in the legal field for seven years as a paralegal. I was in I.T., and business analyst uh, for ComEd. Uh, and I've done uh Let's see, what else have I done? I've I've done construction, uh, IT systems. I've done corporate, nonprofit, Mm -hmm. development, marketing. I opened up my own- So much experience. So much experience Mm -hmm. about all kinds of things. And uh, in 2013, I opened up my own own company, So Connected, Mm -hmm. as a marketing agency. Oh, okay. And I did that for five years. Mm -hmm. I ended up working with a lot of speakers as Mm -hmm. their backend office with ghostwriting their articles, Mm -hmm. ghostwriting a couple of books. Uh, running their, you know, designing their website and and uh, all their advertising and social media content marketing initiatives. Mm-hmm. And after five years, I wanted something different, and I mm-hmm. knew I was going to write ghostwrite books on a beach when I retired. Mm-hmm. And ghostwriting was the best. Uh, what I enjoyed most about mm-hmm. the agency. So I just kind of streamlined into ghostwriting cool. full time mm-hmm. and I've uh, been doing it ever since. I just have to find the beach. I love it. I love it. Yeah, you're in Chicago. Well, you know, I, I guess there are beaches there, you know, because that, that lake is rather large, uh, yeah. but those don't count. Yeah, and then, and especially when you can only use them a few times a year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When when people talk about lake effect snow. Yes. Ah, I'm from Colorado, and no, no, <laughs> you know, exactly. lake effect is yeah. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, so that's why I'm here today. And uh, my mental health journey Mm -hmm. is sort of what led me down this path. Okay. And, uh, and it's definitely a calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I was called to start talking about it, it was, it was a different, it, it was just, 
a journey. And I just kind of, I always, you know, kind of follow the breadcrumbs when I'm being led a certain way. And I was happy behind my ghost, my, my laptop ghostwriting mm-hmm. books and a client of mine who was also a mentor, uh, Colonel Jill Morgenthaler, uh, told me I would be speaking on stage in two years. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point I was, I was involved. Like, no, no, I hide behind the computer. <laughs> I was involved in National Speakers Association just mm-hmm. to find out what we could do best for uh-huh. our speaking oh, okay. uh, clients. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, you're going to be talking. I'm like, mm-hmm. I like typing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sure enough, within two years, mm-hmm. I felt I was called to tar- start talking about my mm-hmm. mental health journey. And, mm-hmm. and I shared with her. I had started my presentation and everything. Mm -hmm. She was so excited. We were having lunch one day and Mm -hmm. she said, oh, I'm going to mentor you. I want to coach you. I'm not Mm -hmm. charging you. I want you to be the best you can be. And it was, it was absolutely exciting. The best mm-hmm. lunch I've ever had. And uh, unfortunately she passed away three weeks later. Mm. Oh no. Oh, a diving accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was devastating. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I learned about that is the importance of us having a book mm-hmm. uh, because it is definitely her legacy. Mm-hmm. And I have a piece of her, she signed it for me. So I have a mm-hmm. piece of her with me all the time. And so that was just a, a good mm-hmm. silver lining and, mm-hmm. and a very dark day. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did continue my my journey to mm-hmm. speaking, and I've, I've spoken about mental health and mental wellness for mm-hmm. a couple of years now. And this year, I really joined the forces of the ghostwriting, too. Mm. So I was ghostwriting primarily business books and family mm-hmm. books. Mm-hmm. And when I really decided that I really wanted to focus on ghostwriting, um, mm-hmm. psychology is my love. I love psychology. Mm-hmm. And I just decided to ghostwrite mm-hmm. uh, mental health and psychology right. books. And bring that together with mm-hmm. my speaking, and it, it's all worked out very well. So it's, I love it. Nice to have a niche. I know. Well, and I was thinking with your ghostwriting, you know, it's it, it's technical, yes. and you, I'm I'm guessing, bring kind of the layman's perspective to it, exactly. so that you, know, so mm-hmm. they'll say there's this and this and this, which is you know above everybody's head, and then you say, okay, well, let's phrase it this way, so I can understand it. Exactly. And the interesting thing is, is with, while I was in IT, I wrote technical. So whenever right. whatever mm-hmm. job I was in, no matter mm-hmm. which industry, mm-hmm. they always relied on me to do the writing. Mm-hmm. And so it was always something that came naturally to me. Mm-hmm. So yes, so a lot of times mm-hmm. I have to translate mm-hmm. into layman's terms. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's a great pleasure and honor to help people, you know, find that mm-hmm. space where they can help others and, and simplify it and make mm-hmm. it real and tangible right. for people. Right. I love it. You know, and, and we're, you know, we talk a lot on this program about finding that niche mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, and drilling down and drilling down and drilling down. And of course people go, but there's so few numbers. I want to reach the bazillion people. Well, you know, but if the bazillion aren't the right people to be reaching, mm-hmm. then it's a waste of time. Um, yes. You know, and, and so by saying, okay, you're going to work with this very specific group of people. Mm-hmm you know exactly what your marketing is going to be. You, you know, you really do have it down to where you, you can, can best serve them. It is. And it took me eight years to believe in the niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> we do, right. Always- we want to reach as many people as possible because exactly. we think that's the only way to make the money. Exactly. And so when I niched um, earlier this year at the very beginning of mm-hmm. COVID, I was shocked at how much easier my business was mm-hmm. because I know the marketing, just right. like you said, you know, your mm-hmm. marketing, you know, the people, mm-hmm. you know, the work that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And also the right people start flocking to you mm-hmm. because yeah. you're so sure in mm-hmm. what you're doing and that you can help mm-hmm. others uh, do that type of work right. that they're looking for. Right. So it's really been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I believe wholeheartedly in the niche. Right. Yeah. I've, I've shared this story before. I was at a, a networking event in Colorado years ago. And, you know, you go around, you do your 30 second spiel and this, this woman sold skincare products. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, who's your perfect market? Well, everybody, you know, mm-hmm. cause hello, we all have skin, yeah. right? Yeah, um, <laughs> and, and we all went, uh, and none of us could figure out somebody to refer to her. It was just the funniest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And so she started really thinking about it. And so the next time she came back, she said, I sell skincare products for teenage boys who have acne. And mm-hmm. we all went, Bing! <laughs> you know, we knew immediately who to refer to her because, right. you know, and, and that's the key to this is, you know, you want to make it easy for other people. You know, exactly. yeah, we all knew people who had skin, 
But we didn't know, you know, we, 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 we didn't know, okay, were they a good fit? All those things. No, we knew teenage boys and, you know, teenage girls, but she, and I don't know why she picked teenage boys. I think she had teenage boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, we immediately knew somebody that we could refer her to or could think about it in the future. I mean, you know, she right. just, her, her name was the person that we always thought about and, and okay. did it restrict? Of course. But at the same point, I mean, she did sell skincare products. And so other people went, okay, well, I'm an adult with acne or I've got these problems and, and that, but, um, but yeah, when she got that niche, we all immediately could help her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's remarkable. Mm-hmm. So definitely a good, mm-hmm. good adventure to have mm-hmm. in your business and include yep. it. So, you know, you have personal reasons for um, the fact that, that you chose to work with, with mental health. And, you know, it's, it's so interesting. I was reading uh, the chapter that you wrote for your book, which is, again, called Called to Lead, Success Strategies for Women. And it's you and, I can't read with my glasses, 18 other women, um, inspirational women. And so I can't wait to, to read the whole book. But, you know, it's the, the, so many things there's so many things that that go on in people's minds regarding the thought of depression, Mm -hmm. you know, and and part of that is because we're so used to what we have seen on TV, what we have read in the media. And, and, and those are for the most part, extreme cases. Mm -hmm. And we all forget that there's, you know, things that are, are so much more in between. So first of all, you know, give us some, some basic definitions. Well, gosh, Deb, you hit it right on the head. You know, we see what we see on TV. A lot of times as I was growing up, we thought that people who were depressed stayed in their bed all day. Right. And crying. Yes. Mm -hmm. And crying and we didn't leave and everything. And the other, so you have that, you have Mm -hmm. that, I guess, stereotypical Mm -hmm. situation that you think is depression. That's how Mm -hmm. it's defined. And then you have stress, which, mm-hmm. you know, we can blame everything we right. feel on stress, mm-hmm. right? And and yet we don't know what's in this middle mm-hmm. in between. You know, mm-hmm. you're either in bed all the time or mm-hmm. you're completely stressed out of your mind mm-hmm. thinking that it's just stress. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, the, and the other complexity of it all is that it sneaks in on us mm-hmm. and we don't even know it's coming. Right. And all of a sudden... Things feel a little off in our in our household or in our family or in our work, and we're just not quite feeling ourselves, mm-hmm. or uh, we're exhibiting different behaviors than we normally do, and and we just accept it as our new norm. So, for instance, when I uh, was having a really really hard summer in two thousand and eight. Uh, I was really stressed uh, with staining a deck. So mm-hmm. I don't know why that threw me off. Mm-hmm. My kids were six and five and five. So my mm-hmm. daughter is older and, and then I have two twin boys. My husband traveled a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot going on mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was stressed, but I was mm-hmm. also crying at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. I was angry. And mm-hmm. if you can imagine a rubber band, um, I was stretched to the... Oh, it's getting tighter and tighter. It was, yep. It was mm-hmm. going to snap mm-hmm. and I was going to shatter. Mm-hmm. And... I didn't know what it was. I'm like, okay, this must be our new, my new norm. I have little kids, husband's right. traveling. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. the way it goes, right? I, I have. It's I over- just the way it's supposed to be. It is, right. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and moms are supposed to take care of everything. Mm-hmm. And in addition to that, I was also declining every invitation to the pool or to an outing with the kids, mm-hmm. with my friends who had same age kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, I learned later that that's isolation. You know, right. you kind of mm-hmm. go into a cocoon. You don't want to mm-hmm. be with other people. So uh, I had a friend come over uh, one summer day and she brought some lemonade Mm -hmm. and uh, I was explaining exactly what I just shared Mm -hmm. with her. She asked how the summer was. So Mm -hmm. I just shared with her. And and at the same time, there was a cable man on the telephone pole, Mm -hmm. fixing the cable. My wonderful children were frolicking in the yard. Mm I, I only thought frolicking happened in bedtime stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, and I'm sitting there sobbing drinking lemonade with my mm-hmm. friend mm-hmm. and which I don't normally do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I drink lemonade. I don't cry. Right. Don't mm-hmm. And I'm sharing this with her and she mm-hmm. leans in and she said, Cindy, she's like, I think you might be depressed. And I said, depressed. What do no. I mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. We have a house over our head. Mm-hmm. We have food mm-hmm. on the table. We have a great right. husband. It's blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know, we could go on and on. And she said, that's not how it works. I'm like, what do you mean? She mm-hmm. said, well, 
depression looks different in all of us. Mm -hmm. So the symptoms are different in everybody, Mm -hmm. right? She Mm -hmm. said, when I am depressed or anxious, uh, she said, I suffer with, um, I become a, a, a witch with a B, mm-hmm. right? And and I said, really? And she said, yeah. She's like, some people, you know, don't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Some people are angry like she was or mm-hmm. like I was to the max of a rubber band, mm-hmm. uh, over uh, working, you know, obsessed mm-hmm. about a project mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. Um, you know, short-tempered. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just so many different symptoms mm-hmm. at uh, sites like WebMD or Mayo Clinic. They mm-hmm. list you know, lots of the symptoms right. and go and search those anytime. Mm-hmm. Always make sure it's a qualified, reputable. Yes. If you're going to Dr. Google, make sure it's a good site. Exactly. Because uh, the doctors, the last thing they want to know is that you are on Google. I've had my doctors. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They don't like it when we say, well, I found such and such on the internet. They're like, mm. they hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we do need to get to know ourselves better. Mm-hmm. So the symptoms, you know, vary for all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, I learned so much that day because mm-hmm. I said, well, so now what? And and mm-hmm. she said, well, she says it's a mental disease. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's not something you can shake off. Right. Right. And when you've had it, have have had symptoms mm-hmm. that you're not feeling yourself or mm-hmm. you've had these symptoms of depression or anxiety mm-hmm. for two weeks or longer, mm-hmm. that is when it's time to seek medical treatment. Okay. And the wow, reason just two weeks, two weeks is mm-hmm. all it takes because mm-hmm. if you look at the spectrum, you know, so, so many diseases disorders mm-hmm. are on a spectrum, right. you know, for instance, um, ADHD or mm-hmm. autism mm-hmm. or Asperger's, you know, right. there's dyslexia. My daughter has, mm-hmm. Dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a spectrum. So in depression, you mm-hmm. can have the blues, mm-hmm. uh, or unfortunately you may be hospitalized, right? right? Mm-hmm. Psychiatric right. Yeah. Because it, you might be suicidal. You might, you know, things exactly. like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So the blues, you know, when we have the legitimate blues, you know, mm-hmm. that's something we might be able to shake off in a half a day, mm-hmm. a day or two. Right. right. But when it starts really interfering with our life and, and getting mm-hmm. involved in our life and, mm-hmm. and growing greater and causing more issues, and it's been going on two weeks or longer, you're absolutely, you know, suffering with something other mm-hmm. than stress okay. or the blues. Mm-hmm. So if, if for all your listeners and, and for anyone, you know, Deb, mm-hmm. um, if you can recognize yourself in these symptoms and mm-hmm. it's been going on for two months, two weeks or longer, mm-hmm. it's time to see your doctor like today or tomorrow mm-hmm. right. as possible. That's how mm-hmm. important it is because it can spiral down into mm-hmm. really, really dark thoughts. And then mm-hmm. of course, like you mentioned, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts, and, and that kind of work. And that's definitely where we don't want to go. Mm-hmm. We don't want to get to that right. phase of the storm, as mm-hmm. I call it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, so, so two weeks or longer, see your doctor as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she made me promise to see her, mm-hmm. uh, my doctor, I, I promised her and I, I worried that I would have to fake it because usually when you go into right. the doctor, confident or, or you're mm-hmm. or whatever, right? I know. How are you doing? Fine. Yeah. How many times do we tell that to the doctor? And then I'm like, okay, if I was fine, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. <laughs> so I couldn't even get fine out of my mouth. And mm-hmm. I started crying like at the drop of a hat. So she obviously knew something was up. And mm-hmm. so, and it's super simple because all they do is they do an assessment for 20 minutes or not 20 minutes, a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course they let you, you know, they keep you for 20 minutes. Right. Um, but uh, it's just a simple s- assessment. They do mm-hmm. a bunch of questions. You answer the questions at the end. They can tell mm-hmm. you, you know, which, what they think, you know, you've, you've mm-hmm. come across, what mm-hmm. you're coming across and experiencing. And there's eight different types of depression wow. you know, spectrum. And mm-hmm. that anxiety too has its own mm-hmm. spectrum. So they'll be able to tell you like, which, you know, maybe it is mm-hmm. depression, anxiety, maybe it's mm-hmm. not, but mm-hmm. at least, you know, mm-hmm. and then from there, they talk about the different treatments. So mm-hmm. it might be medication, mm-hmm. it might be psychotherapy, it mm-hmm. might be a combination of both. It might be some other things, mm-hmm. uh, because there are things that we can do for ourselves, like mm-hmm. exercise and eating healthy. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those things are important mm-hmm. uh, because I had been, mine had been going on for months. I opted mm-hmm. for the medication. Right. Because you needed to to do kind of more dramatic type of, of yes, treatment. Exactly. And I wanted to feel better because mm-hmm. what my what my friend said, she said the one thing she said, I felt more like myself. Mm. And I thought of that mm-hmm. and I thought I got I didn't even realize I wasn't myself mm-hmm. anymore. 
Right. And and you don't remember what it's like to not feel like this. Exactly. Because it seeps in mm-hmm. slowly, mm-hmm. you know, surely, it, you know, think of like, you know, anything that just kind of like water mm-hmm. seeping into your basement. Right. You, know, it's mm-hmm. a, a slight- you don't notice that you're underwater till you're yeah. underwater. Right. And so when I started the medication that day, the rubber band that I had mm-hmm. was no longer taut. It was a little bit of slack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that was within three days. Wow. So there were definitely neurotransmitters mm-hmm. that were not connecting the right way. And then another three days and, oh, I felt like I could mm-hmm. breathe. And then mm-hmm. like within two weeks, I was feeling more and more like myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, geez, where did I go? Mm-hmm. Like, where have I been? Mm-hmm. And, and so it was, it was just remarkable mm-hmm. to be able to like kind of grab onto life again and, mm-hmm. and feel good and calm mm-hmm. and neutral, just getting back to neutral. Right felt amazing mm-hmm. and freeing and, mm-hmm. you know, the whole family felt it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, now my husband, if <laughs> the thing with medication, a lot of people say, oh, take a happy pill. You'll always be happy. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mask your emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I still cry. I still mm-hmm. you know, lose my temper, right. you mm-hmm. know, but it just, it's not constant mm-hmm. and it's not, you know, shifting my whole mm-hmm. makeup of mm-hmm. who I Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was very interesting and, mm-hmm. and lots of lessons learned mm-hmm. there. Right. Sure. Yeah. And, and there is still, you know, and, and who knows how long this will last, you know, the stigma of a mental health disease right. and, and, you know, and it is a disease just like mm-hmm. any other type of disease. And exactly. so that's why there shouldn't be a stigma. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, if you say I'm a diabetic or I have cancer or celiacs or whatever, we yes. all go, Oh, Oh dear. Yeah. But you know, if you say, you know, I'm, I'm depressed. People are like, mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so, or, you know, my favorite is, Oh dear. Is it that time of the month? <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have those parts. But, but, you know, there, there is, and, and I think some of that does come back to, you know, TV, all of those things. And, and many of us had, you know, the, the crazy uncle, whoever, um, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, all of those things. And of course, those were the extremes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and unfortunately, those people frequently did not receive treatment. Right. Um, you know, and, and, but, but yeah, there's, there's you know, there's no back then. There's right. so, much. oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you just went, oh, that's crazy. Uncle Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, watch him, yeah. watch him. He's crazy. Uncle Charlie. And you hope, you know, crazy uncle Charlie didn't do anything, you know, that either injured himself or, or others, mm-hmm. but you know, but we all went, Ooh, Ooh, crazy. Ooh. And, and right. You know, because it's, it's not, that's the term we're like, Oh, crazy. Wonka doodle. I mean, there's, Mm-hmm. negative terms that we use. And we don't say that with other people. I mean, that's the whole weird thing is we don't go, you know, there, there's not negative terms to say, you know, if, if someone has, you know, the, the normal type of, of disease, we don't have derogatory terms, but we do for mental health. And I mean, that's probably one of the first things that, that we really, and personally, I mean, you know, I also, oh, he's a little wonkadoodle, isn't he? No, I shouldn't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it, um, it, it's so true. Uh, just like you said, cholesterol, high mm-hmm. blood pressure, mm-hmm. celiacs, it is a disease. In fact, right. they, uh, experts mm-hmm. just called it, changed it from disorder or illness mm-hmm. to disease mm-hmm. so that we could start breaking that right. stigma mm-hmm. and lumping it together mm-hmm. with other issues that we have. Uh, and what I'm hopeful for is especially this year with COVID, mm-hmm. uh, so many celebrities are coming forward and right. talking about mm-hmm. what they have suffered mm-hmm. through, mm-hmm. right. And, and athletes and, mm-hmm. um, executives and people are sharing their stories. Mm-hmm. And, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to get involved in this mm-hmm. and is to help break the stigma because the more we talk about it, the more mm-hmm. we share our own stories. Right the more normalized, right. it will, uh-huh. you know, it'll neutralize uh-huh. it. Like uh-huh. we can still function. It's not uh-huh. that, you know, like uncle Charlie, you know, he might've had a lot more uh-huh. issues, you know, my right. grandparents were both alcoholics. Uh-huh. So for, for me, I do believe it's hereditary. It's uh-huh. just, I'm the first one who went for treatment because uh-huh. we do 
better, right? right. If mm-hmm. you had it back then, a lot of people could be um, uh, put in the the in, insane asylum, right. like the homes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. homes, and and then they didn't get proper treatment, so mm-hmm. they weren't able to function or mm-hmm. you know carry on life. So mm-hmm. there's just been so much mm-hmm. medical intervention and medical advances, mm-hmm. and talking about it, and people coming forward and, mm-hmm. and talking about it, and that we've been able to you know live with it mm-hmm. and live through it, and, right. and yes, it affects mm-hmm. everybody around us. Mm-hmm. But when we take care of ourselves, you know things are better. Mm-hmm. And definitely, you know, taking the medicine, if that's your path, mm-hmm. is absolutely mm-hmm. and incredibly important. Right, right. Uh, but I am hopeful that the mm-hmm. stigma is going to go mm-hmm. away over the next few years mm-hmm. because so many people are talking mm-hmm. about it. Resources right. coming aboard mm-hmm. uh, by the numbers online. Media is talking mm-hmm. about it. It's a, a major news story mm-hmm. several times a week. So right. there's a lot of hope for mm-hmm. us. Right. That well, and we're realizing that that it is a disease, you know, like you were saying. And because, you know, how many times, you know, have we either thought or, mm-hmm. you know, people have said, well, cheer yourself up or buck up or whatever, you know, it's like Take you it can off. fix it yourself. Shake if it we off. could fix it yeah. ourselves, don't you think we would? And, you know, and, and, you know, it's the same thing with, you know, say alcoholism. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody could stop drinking, right, they would, exactly. you know, and, and, but there's, you know, there is something that is there, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and it's just, it, it takes more. And there's, and, and the thing we need to remember is there's nothing wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that's the other thing is we think, well, what's wrong with you? Well, again, you don't say that to somebody you know, like if, if, yeah. you know, you were to say, you know, Hey, I have diabetes. I wouldn't say, well, what's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> Exactly. And so it is just that mental shift that that we right. need to make or that everybody needs to make to right. think, okay, this is this is something that is, you know, affects so many people. I mean, I, I almost use the word normal. Um, but uh, you know, it's it it is it's, it, it, it's normal in the fact that it's it's along with all these other diseases. Yes, exactly. It is it is normal in that mm-hmm. way. And also uh COVID has increased uh mm-hmm. mental health issues mm-hmm. and diseases. Mm-hmm. 30% yes. since the COVID. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and a uh, recent stat that I saw, you know, more than two out of five people are mm-hmm. struggling with mental yeah, health yeah. diseases mm-hmm. in some way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's more than half of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, it, it's just really fascinating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we all know somebody, if it's not ourselves, we all know mm-hmm. somebody right. who is somewhere on the spectrum mm-hmm. of suffering, either depression, mm-hmm. anxiety, or other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, the interesting thing about it is that um, when when you're suffering through it, it and it's part of these eight uh, depressed mm-hmm. de- types of depression, um, one of them, which I thought was really interesting, was one that elderly people uh, can experience. And that's a depression where uh, they're depressed until they have something to look forward to. Right. So if they're living in a home Mm -hmm. or they're living on their own or or with their Mm -hmm. spouse or partner, Mm -hmm. they, you know, are depressed the whole time until Mm -hmm. like their daughter or grandchildren call. They're expecting a new grandchild or, Mm -hmm. or they're going to the game, Mm -hmm. you know, grandkids game Mm -hmm. or, you know, there's a party coming Mm -hmm. up. So that was interesting to me because Mm -hmm. it's so, I'm, I'm sure so common mm-hmm. and people just say, oh, you know, there's nothing to do. I'm bored. Maybe mm-hmm. asking it with right. or, mm-hmm. or where, you know, when you're younger, it's stress. And, mm-hmm. you know, so there's things like that, that we need to be aware of when mm-hmm. we're caring for other people, when mm-hmm. we have loved ones around mm-hmm. us or people who are on our teams. Right. There's a lot of work that can be mm-hmm. done in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, and sometimes that can be difficult. So some ways that you might recognize it in others. Obviously, mm-hmm. we talked about a, a lot about the symptoms. Mm-hmm. And if you're also knowing, noticing things that they're not their normal selves. So mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about the show about how can I tell from seeing them in Zoom, mm-hmm. when I'm used to seeing them in person. Right. It's a little bit more difficult, but mm-hmm. there's definitely, there definitely can be cues. Mm-hmm. So for instance, uh, one of them could be, let's say the person is always prompt, like my husband mm-hmm. Big Ben, right? Mm -hmm. I call him Big Ben. I'm always usually late, you know, I'm running late somehow. We're total opposites. Mm -hmm. So let's say that I I don't think me being on time would be an indicator. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. 
But let's say my husband was all Mm -hmm. of a sudden missing meetings or Mm -hmm. he's coming in late. Right. He might look unkempt. Mm -hmm. So maybe the hair is not washed Mm or hygiene, or maybe they're off camera Mm -hmm. because they just don't feel good. Mm -hmm. Um, They're sleeping, oversleeping. Mm -hmm. So, and they're saying things like, you know, well, I'm going to go have a a cocktail at Mm -hmm. the happy hour or or noon. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things uh, medical experts have noticed is that people are taking up day drinking, including breakfast drinking more. Oi. So putting Bailey's or vodka or or coffee Mm -hmm. is thing right now. And I know a couple of people who are doing that Mm -hmm. and I'm concerned about them. Mm -hmm. So there's things like that, that you can Mm -hmm. notice are doing right. Right. Um, And it's, it's really important that we sort of like my friend came over and it was like the friend next door, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That conversation. She had that nice conversation as if she was the Mm -hmm. friend next door right? and helping me through it and Mm -hmm. asking me questions Mm -hmm. and, and just keeping it kind of low key. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when we're managers, Mm -hmm. have you ever had to have a difficult conversation? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, in this situation, you have to almost tone it down a little bit more than you would mm-hmm. for like a disciplinary action because mm-hmm. you want them to open up and you yes. want, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you get them the resources mm-hmm. and get them the help they need. And maybe they need some more time off work. Maybe mm-hmm. they need a schedule change. Um, maybe someone in their, in their family is going through something. So there's all kinds of mm-hmm. cues that people give us when mm-hmm. they are suffering, you know, mm-hmm. like. Oh, I just don't want to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm drinking so much more. Oh, mm-hmm. I gave up exercise and they're mm-hmm. a total person. Or maybe they're losing weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're uh they have a, a spiritual practice that you know they're very good at. Like mm-hmm. for, for us, it's like going to church. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe they're not going to church anymore, mm-hmm. or they're starting to question their faith. Mm-hmm. There it's it's it impacts your physical. Mm-hmm. Your emotional, mm-hmm. your psychological, and your spiritual right. uh, sides of you. And it's mm-hmm. all inextricably mm-hmm. interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, the physical pain that people could endure is like a lot of back pain. Mm-hmm. And um, you can have headaches. Mm-hmm. You can have, you know, just digestive issues, I would think would be because exactly. they're just the, the the stomach acids that you've got going on because of this. Absolutely. And that that brings me to a funny story about um 4 or 5 years ago we were we my um, um the kids and I were in a major car accident and we oh. were, I think I felt a bubble surround mm-hmm. us from heaven or somewhere mm-hmm. that protected us because there was mm-hmm. no way we should have survived this mm-hmm. accident with only a couple of bruises. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very interesting. And so uh, luckily, and, um, and, you know, I was really feeling uh, that I was, I was feeling off. So I felt like Mm -hmm. there needed to be an adjustment in my medications. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had a stomach ache. Um, It felt like there was a concrete block in my stomach. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling nauseous. I didn't want to eat. I didn't have mm-hmm. an appetite. So I went into the doctor to adjust the depression mm-hmm. medicine because mm-hmm. I figured, well, maybe that's what it's from. Mm-hmm. And, and so as she, you know, changes the medicine, I said, can you check my stomach? Mm-hmm. And she said, well, what's wrong with your stomach? I said, I think I have a tumor. You know, this goes back to Googling. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stomach pain. Dr. Google said, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And she's like, uh, okay. She's like, well, what, what's going on? So I told her what I just shared with you. And, and she said, well, how long has this been going on? I said, about two and a half weeks. And she mm-hmm. says, well, what happened three weeks ago? And I said, oh, I was in this major car accident with mm-hmm. my kids. And, she, and so then I'm thinking, oh, is it internal bleeding and stuff when she. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she's like, oh, well, that's anxiety. I'm like, mm-hmm. anxiety feels mm-hmm. like a concrete block mm-hmm. in my stomach, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so that was enlightening mm-hmm. to know that that's how it shows up. Right. So. Um, and my son, uh, his anxiety showed up from being bullied at school mm-hmm. in back pain. And it was mm-hmm. so severe that we had, the doctor had a, a whole body scan. Oh. Done. Mm-hmm. And so we thought he was going to light up with mm-hmm. cancer or something mm-hmm. else. And it was completely clear. Mm-hmm. And we found out that the boy who was bullying him mm-hmm. uh, and where his anxiety mm-hmm. ramped up was mm-hmm. whenever the kid was in the class mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. So it does show up as pain, you know, mm-hmm. foot pain, stomach pain, like you right. said, uh, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And so we mm-hmm. just need to, and we know our bodies. Mm-hmm. So when we know our bodies mm-hmm. and, and our bodies talk to us, mm-hmm. and if you're not tuned into those things, mm-hmm. 
and something's going on and all the doctors can't figure out what it is. Well, it could be mm-hmm. a mental diagnosis. Right. right. And, and so it's, it's good to be in tune with things mm-hmm. and right. tell the doctors what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, and yeah, cause they're not mind readers, you know, like we said, we go in and they say, how are you doing? Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, we, we have to tell them. And the important thing is if they're not listening, then mm-hmm. you need a different medical practitioner. Exactly. Um, you know, and I, and I don't care what it is, whether it's mental or physical health. If you don't think you're getting the, the answers, then you need to go to somebody different. Exactly. Um, you know, it gets a little tricky with insurance, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, you, you need to do that. And, but you know, COVID is just, it's, it's done so many things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think there's been a lot of good things that have, have come from it, which is very bizarre, but you know, the, the, you know, everybody has been isolated Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both forced and by choice. Um, right. you know, it's it's funny. I haven't been to an in-person networking event in 14 months. Wow. Really don't have any desire yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same point, it's a little stressful to be thinking about now. I am miss social butterfly. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss seeing people, but it's like crowd. Somebody might, somebody might want to hug me. <laughs> but like, we're supposed to, we are flying this week. And right. the thought of getting on a plane, mm-hmm. the plane doesn't 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 do as much as just the crowds and, and going mm-hmm. through all of that, you know, because we've we have been so isolated, For and sure. you know, and 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 when we're having to do virtual doctor's appointments, I mean, that's the other thing is, you know, they're they're not picking up on the mm-hmm. subtle and maybe even the not so subtle signs, but right. you know, it's, it's just something that I think we all need to be paying much more attention to the people that we're interacting with, um, you know, and especially if we're only seeing them on this screen, um, yeah. you know, and, and looking at, yeah, this person is normally somebody who's very nicely dressed mm-hmm. and they're not so much. Now it's funny because, you know, we've been doing this now for over a year. So we have gotten more casual, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because it's like, ugh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not putting on the fancy shirt again. <laughs> just to sit here. Um, I tell people the reason I don't want to go back to in-person networking is I don't want to put shoes on. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, you know, we need to, and, and as a manager of somebody, you need to watch those things. And especially if you are only doing group meetings, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and so how, you know, it it is, it's very difficult. You know, it's one thing to approach somebody and say, you know, are you feeling okay? Because, you know, you might notice a physical thing, but yeah, how do you talk to somebody about this without them going you know, completely shutting down or taking offense or something? Mm-hmm. It, it's a tricky, it's a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. So if if you approach it as uh, you become to be the friend next door, mm-hmm. so that's one of my phrases that I use. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna approach it like be the friend next door. Mm-hmm. Like my friend Dawn, she approached it gently. She said, mm-hmm. you know, I think you might be depressed now. Right. If someone's working with you, you kind of mm-hmm. want to open up the conversation mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, perhaps, you know, give them an example, mm-hmm. say, what well, I've right. noticed some changes in you, mm-hmm. what's happening in, in mm-hmm. your world. Yeah. And, and, you're and you're late to all of our zooms. Is there something yeah, going on? Exactly. What, what is going on? Not, not, is there something? Cause mm-hmm. you don't want right. to leave with mm-hmm. a yes, no answer. Mm-hmm. You want to mm-hmm. leave it open-ended. So then they feel mm-hmm. compelled to explain some more. Ah, so that that'll be helpful. So always right, cuz if you say are you okay? Yes. The response you're going to get is fine. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's a funny acronym for that one that wouldn't be appropriate for error but Yeah, the F stands uh, for yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so uh there you know you want to open it up with an open-ended question mm-hmm. and not be accusatory but mm-hmm. gentle right. as if just being a friend, mm-hmm. you know. And then also how can I help? Mm-hmm. And if they are struggling with uh, more than that, if it seems mm-hmm. more serious, because, mm-hmm. you know, depression is on a spectrum and uh, there's five phases. So throughout my course of having mm-hmm. depression, anxiety and suicidal ideation, mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of the checkpoints I do with my mental health mm-hmm. check. So I, I do a mental health check every day. And mm-hmm. it's just it's a process of, you know, just pausing for a minute to mm-hmm. see where I'm at, especially if I'm feeling mm-hmm. scrambled or stressed. Mm-hmm. I'll just pause for a moment, kind of do a body scan and say, OK, where mm-hmm. is this happening? Is it stress, mm-hmm. anxiety? Is it depression? Mm-hmm. You know, am I having any pains? Mm-hmm. You know, and just kind of like do that mental health check because it's important. Mm-hmm. As important as brushing your teeth, right? right. 
Mm-hmm. Once a day, you wash your face, do your mental health check. Mm-hmm. So brush your teeth, wash your face, do your mental health check. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the five phases, so I've recognized my, that I can, uh, be anywhere in the five phases mm-hmm. and I equate it to five phases of a storm. Mm-hmm. So on the first phase, it's sunny. Everything, right. Everything's hunky dory. Right. Not a cloud in the mm-hmm. sky. Right. Mm-hmm. The next phase it's like, okay, so it's not, it, it's still kind of sunny, but there's a couple mm-hmm. of clouds coming in. So it's mm-hmm. slightly cloudy. The third phase is when it's more cloudy and starting to get dark. Mm-hmm. So, and then phase two and three, you're kind of feeling like, ah, just a little off, mm-hmm. you might be a little um, demotivated mm-hmm. or finding it hard to, you know, stay in. I a think good- I'm going to go take a nap. Exactly. <laughs> right, right. Although I'm a big fan of naps. I know we like naps. Uh, I want to, yeah. I want to go back to being in kindergarten, right? Me too. Yes. Graham crackers, milk mm-hmm. and a nap, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so yeah. So then, then the third phase is that, you know, it's starting to get slightly cloudy. Mm -hmm. Uh, the fourth phase is now it's really dark and cloudy. Mm -hmm. The storms are coming, it's Mm -hmm. raining, it's pouring, Mm -hmm. the lightning's coming in. Mm -hmm. And in this phase, you're really feeling kind of like, um, you're rocking the boat, you know, Mm -hmm. you're kind of like, okay, I'm not feeling, you got to check in say, am I feeling myself? If Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling myself, what am I experiencing? Mm -hmm. And some of those things are, you know, you might just be scrambled, you know, mm-hmm. I find myself scrambled, not able right. to focus, uh, might be obsessed with a project, mm-hmm. you might mm-hmm. be isolating, uh, you may be just blowing everything off, mm-hmm. uh, you're avoiding things, maybe mm-hmm. at work, you're, you know, you're usually really great with the clients, and now mm-hmm. you're not making phone calls, or you're in sales, and your, your, your mm-hmm. uh, sales are dropping, or your productivity is dropping. Uh, something is definitely going on. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see like this really, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like scary space. Right. And in and, and, and two, three, and four is when you want to really call attention to it and kind mm-hmm. of course correct as a mm-hmm. ship in the storm. And because you don't want to get to five, mm-hmm. because five is the tornado. Five so is danger. <laughs> danger mm-hmm. And you are spiraling and mm-hmm. you end up in that vortex of mm-hmm. the tornado. Mm-hmm. And that vortex is uh, the dark thoughts. Mm-hmm. So at the bottom of that vortex is where you're, you know, maybe suicidal. Mm-hmm. You might be planning your life. You might mm-hmm. be thinking, you know, my family deserves more. Mm-hmm. I don't really deserve this life. Right. Or, or you might be wanting to harm others. I mean, you know. exactly that too. Mm-hmm. And so when we can put it in in a phase, right? So. And, and then recognize it and then course mm-hmm. correct, then, you know, we can get back to who we are mm-hmm. and how we like to operate our lives when it comes to other people. So let's say we're talking about, you know, working with someone, mm-hmm. how do we have those difficult conversations? If they say, you know, I'm not really doing well, mm-hmm. you know, and every situation is different. If you're, mm-hmm. I'm not doing really well, I, uh, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I am having this and this and this. And you could say, well, what can I do to help you? Mm -hmm. What can we do together? Mm -hmm. Um, And if they are really starting to talk negative and alarming and they're Mm -hmm. having dark thoughts and they Mm -hmm. tell you, well, what are those dark thoughts? Mm -hmm. What, um, when did you last have them? Mm -hmm. And then if they say they don't want to be around anymore, uh, that they are thinking Mm -hmm. of their life. The world's better off without me. Right. Mm -hmm. You have a plan. Mm-hmm. Right. You want to ask, do you have a plan? Mm-hmm. And uh, if they say no, well, then that's a good thing because there's right. still hope. Right. Mm-hmm. If there's a plan, then yeah. if it's you- I've got all my pills or mm-hmm. you want to take the pills away, mm-hmm. you want to take the knives mm-hmm. and guns, lock them up. Mm-hmm. You want to be their advocate. Now, mm-hmm. remember, you're uh, you're probably their manager or someone mm-hmm. that works with them. Mm-hmm. So really, that would be difficult, but mm-hmm. calling a, a concerned family member right. or something mm-hmm. that is good, giving them the day off to go see the doctor mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling like that person's in danger, call 911. Call 911. Exactly. I mean, you know, if you have to apologize to them, you apologize to them. Exactly, because it's better safe mm-hmm. than sorry. Mm-hmm. And they obviously were at the point of wanting to share it with somebody. Mm-hmm. And if we share, we have hope and we really don't want to do it. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so, and that's, um, you know, I've been, I've had suicidal planning for four times in my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, you asked, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. And uh, it was after my fourth plan Mm -hmm. in 2014 Mm -hmm. that uh, I was ending uh, planning in my life, end Mm -hmm. of my life. 
And when I got home, it's a long story, but um, I lost my car. I parked it a mile away from church. I went to church. Mm-hmm. I left really quickly. Couldn't find the car because mm-hmm. I'm sobbing all the way. Mm-hmm. It was a mile away near mm-hmm. the cemetery. <laughs> no, <laughs> everything you know, that could go wrong did. It did. Mm-hmm. And so I'm crying and, and it's 730 in the morning. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like, I don't want to call them because they have young babies. I don't want to call mm-hmm. them, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't have the wherewithal. Mm-hmm. To even Google where mm-hmm. I usually go, right. Dr. Google, the suicide prevention line. Mm-hmm. I, didn't have, I didn't have the wherewithal to Google the mental health mm-hmm. uh, lifeline, mm-hmm. right? And because you just don't when you're in that mm-hmm. dark space, right? You're you're, you're just not functioning. You're not. You're mm-hmm. not functioning. Mm-hmm. Things are not processing right. You're um, like for me, it was my self worth taking over, mm-hmm. saying you're not worthy. You're Mm -hmm. not this, you're Mm -hmm. not that you're horrible. They don't need you. They're fine alone, you know, Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm in so much pain and all I want to do is the pain. Mm -hmm. I love my family. You know, Mm -hmm. they didn't do anything to make me this Mm -hmm. way. I love my kids. I, Mm -hmm. you know, don't want to do anything to harm them. Um, You know, I, I, you know, love my life, but I just don't feel like I'm worth living anymore. Mm -hmm. It's worth living or the pain Mm -hmm. and And so it really is, has nothing to do with anybody. Right. People say, you know, suicide is selfish, Mm -hmm. selfless. They're trying to help everybody around Mm -hmm. them, but they're just really trying to get out of the pain they're Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. because they're not in the moment getting the support they need. So, so when it's, you know, you're having that conversation, Mm -hmm. it's definitely good to call 911. Mm -hmm. If it's kind of like between four and five and they say, no, I don't have a plan yet mm-hmm. and get them the numbers, which mm-hmm. I can share with Deb. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually can share my screen if you like. Uh, get the phone numbers for mm-hmm. your national suicide mm-hmm. prevention hotline. And then there's also here in uh, the States, we have substance abuse, mm-hmm. mental health uh, services. Right. SAMHSA. Mm-hmm. And uh, I picked those two for us because mm-hmm. they're available 24 mm-hmm. seven, 365 days mm-hmm. a year. There's lots of organizations mm-hmm. with lifelines. Those are the ones that are most right. available. Right. And there's some yeah. specific like veterans and you know, things like that. So yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, you could, and, and what I suggest is get that now, like mm-hmm. get those numbers now, put right. them for your favorites. Mm-hmm. If it's not for you, mm-hmm. you may need it for somebody else. Right. And, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And either or, you know, hitting mm-hmm. a number that you know is the suicide prevention mm-hmm. line is a lot easier than having to search for it, even mm-hmm. in your contact. Right. Because you're going to get befuddled and think, right. eh, you know. And, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and and even if you're not the one that's thinking of suicide mm-hmm. or thinking you're mentally, right. dep- you might see somebody oh. in a parking lot that right. you're thinking, oh my gosh, I mm-hmm. need to dial nine one one. Yes. And, and you can't dial 911. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And further than that is that um, you uh, you could call those numbers if you're not the person. Mm-hmm. And you can ask for support for the person right. you want to support. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. can give you resources. Mm-hmm. Another good resource is Psychology Today. They mm-hmm. drill down into, mm-hmm. you know, uh, providers in your mm-hmm. area. Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's so mm-hmm. many resources online. Just make sure they're mm-hmm. legitimate medical. Right. You know, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, those are some, those mm-hmm. were some really serious conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and now that you have the symptoms, mm-hmm. you know what the solutions can be mm-hmm. and you know, the sound bites of what to say, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm happy to say that you've graduated to be a friend next mm-hmm. door mm-hmm. and be able to help the mm-hmm. people, uh, help yourself and help right. the people you work with and you mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's really about us knowing mm-hmm. what is happening and, and mm-hmm. how, how to have those conversations. Right. Well, and a lot of it really is just paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you haven't seen your neighbor outside in a while. Exactly. And, and they're normally the person who's out gardening every day. Mm-hmm. You know, check on them. Again, right. you know, at the least you're going to have to apologize. Exactly. But, you know, maybe there's something physically wrong. You know, maybe mm-hmm. they fell, um, right. you know, all sorts of things. And so, you know, it's it's okay to, to kind of be the nosy neighbor, um, you know, now, you know, it, and, but I think that's the thing. I mean, you know, we get concerned that people are going to be offended, that they're going to, you know, again, I'd rather apologize and say, you know what, I just hadn't seen you outside in a while. And I was concerned, you know, mm-hmm. or your mail was piling up. I mean, all these various things, you know, so sorry if, if I intruded, but, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was concerned. And, 
you know, yeah, they might be cranky, but I, you know, you, you much prefer that to the alternative. I agree. And I think anytime anyone shows care, compassion mm-hmm. towards you, even if you're cranky at the beginning, mm-hmm. it's settle with them later. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, wow. They really cared about me. They reached out. Right. And a lot of people don't do that. So mm-hmm. just reaching out, whether you're on point or off point, mm-hmm isn't the case because they may come back to you in a couple of days and say, you know, when you asked me what mm-hmm. was going on, well, this is really what's going right. on. Right. And I'm really glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, always end it with, well, if anything is happening or, mm-hmm. or you need ha- any mm-hmm. help at all, consider mm-hmm. me a resource. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. It doesn't mean you have to let them move in with you or, right. you know, you're going, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to do everything for them, but mm-hmm. just let them know mm-hmm. that you're open and you're confidential mm-hmm. and you're there. Mm-hmm. You support them in whatever way you can. Right, right. Because everyone wants to know that mm-hmm. they're supported. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's been the thing that, that people have, have commented the most about COVID is I'm feeling alone and I'm feeling isolated. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you know, it, when, when my introverted friends are saying that, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, like I said, you know, I'm, I am Miss Social Butterfly. Mm-hmm. And for me to go weeks without leaving the house, yeah. Um, now, you know, granted, it does help that usually I have a doctor's appointment, you know, and so I'm out <laughs> and about at least once a week, but, um, but yeah, you know, when, when, and we recognize that in ourselves, you know, if you're stopping mm-hmm. to think, when was the last time I put on shoes and left the house? Um, you know, and, and we did get, you know, it, yeah, it's great to have your groceries delivered and, you know, all of those things, but maybe it's, you know, let's take a walk, you know, right. let's, let's just, let's, let's see what's going on in the neighborhood. Um, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. And, you know, and, and we also need to be watching what people are posting online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, wh- what what are they saying on Facebook, on, on whatever? Um, you know, and, and I mean, I, I have a friend who she's, she likes to post song lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're not songs that I recognize. So I don't always know, okay, this is a song lyric. And I mean, there have been times where it's been very concerning. And she's like, oh, no, it was just the song that was on. But at the same point, it's like, oh, maybe there's still something there, um, yeah. you know, and, and um, but but yeah, you know, it's and so just be watching those things. And mm-hmm. even if it's that, you know, they used to post every day, and now they're not what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, you know, maybe they just got in trouble and are in Facebook jail. But mm-hmm. um you know, it, it is something to be watching. And, and again, it is much better to apologize for caring too much mm-hmm. than to have something very tragically happen. Exactly, exactly. And one of the other things uh, that we can do uh, for when one of the things I needed to do was create kind of a mental wellness kit. Mm-hmm. So I have a beautiful basket. I give mm-hmm. everybody permission to go to Joanne's or Hobby Lobby and buy uh-huh. them a nice basket this weekend mm-hmm. uh, with a lid. Mm-hmm. And in that, in that space, because when I'm in those dark spaces, mm-hmm. I have a hard time remembering what I'd like to do or who uh-huh. I like. Okay. And so in, in this basket are special gifts I've gotten from people or mm-hmm. special letters that make mm-hmm. me feel good letters to myself I've mm-hmm. written. And, um, and then I also have a list of all the things I like to do, mm-hmm. like even going mm-hmm. to the walk for the arboretum. Mm-hmm. I forget. Mm-hmm. I like to do that. Right. I like to, uh, wade in the water mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, go bird watching mm-hmm. or garden or anything, right? Mm-hmm. So anything and the people that I like to call or that I can mm-hmm. call on a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. And then of course the emergency numbers. Mm-hmm. And that has been so helpful to me because mm-hmm. when I do get in those dark spots mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be phase four or phase right. three, it could just mm-hmm. be phase two. Yeah. Because I, a lot I of phase two remember. could turn yeah. into Exactly. You know, three and four. Mm-hmm. So just to be able to go back and reference and say, oh yeah, mm-hmm. let's go for a walk, you know, at this park mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's just really helpful. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other piece of that too is when you're not feeling um like you want to be alone or can mm-hmm. be alone, mm-hmm. is to tell someone. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of courage for us mm-hmm. that it takes to ask for help. Mm-hmm. For so many mm-hmm. of us struggle with that because we feel like we have to take on everything mm-hmm. and take care of everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the one thing that I had to do one day is I woke up and I just, I knew that day I could not be alone. This was just a couple mm-hmm. summers ago. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I couldn't be alone. And I had to muster up all the courage to be able mm-hmm. to say, I can't be alone today. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go one step further, Deb, because I had to pull my husband off the golf course. Mm. Oh, no. Off the golf course. (gasps) Off the golf course. So that took even extra courage. Mm -hmm. So 
if anybody, you know, uh, if I, I can do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> the double courage about, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I assure you, you can find the courage. Wait. Let someone know that you're mm-hmm. hurting and let someone know mm-hmm. that, you know, you can't be alone mm-hmm. on a certain day or, mm-hmm. you know, say, I think I might need help mm-hmm. or say I'm having dark thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, sometimes we don't even know what words to use. Mm-hmm. So hopefully what we've talked about mm-hmm. today with the symptoms and the mm-hmm. solution options and the sound bites right. on the phase mm-hmm. of the storm and be mm-hmm. the friend of the store. Uh, hopefully somebody mm-hmm. has uh, been able to take mm-hmm. some nuggets mm-hmm. away that'll help them or someone they mm-hmm. care about. Right. With. Right. You know, and again, it is, it is a disease like other diseases. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't hesitate to tell people, hey, you know, my blood sugar's off or, you know, all these various things. So why not say, you know, I'm, I'm needing a little extra help today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, if, if you're that person that mm-hmm. someone has been brave enough to, to talk to, please don't blow them off. Don't right. go, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we, yeah, go have a glass of wine. Cindy, just go have a glass of wine. <laughs> you know, and, and now sometimes that does solve the problem but um but yeah you know if if somebody has been brave enough to reach Mm -hmm. out to you please please Mm -hmm. you know take them very seriously because it probably really did take everything they had to -hmm. be able to reach out for sure it absolutely absolutely it takes a lot of courage it does it does well oh my gosh this this (laughs) has been it has been it's been a very serious conversation um but i you know it's it's a good conversation one that that i think we obviously need to have more and more of um you know i i laugh when people say oh you know i can't wait for things to get back to normal they're Mm -hmm. not getting back to normal the Mm -hmm. you know the way it was in january of 2020 ain't gonna happen again Mm -hmm. um you know we're you know and you know i have people that you know are you know physically they'll ask me well are you feeling normal now i've had 19 surgeries I'm not going back to the way I was five years ago, but that's okay. You know, we, we figure, okay, this is where we are now. Here's Mm -hmm. how we go forward. And, you know, and, and it's that way with everything, you know, and, and, you know, and, and do we all wish that things would go back? Sure. You know, I, you know, but this is, it's graduation week for a lot of people. And I'm sure there are lots of parents going, Oh, I wish they were five years old again. Right. But we all, yeah, yeah. You know, but you also are so looking forward to the next stages in their lives. And, you know, and, and that's the thing to remember is, you know, with all of us, mental and physical, we need to get on to the next stage and, you know, and, and, and do that. So, you know, this, this has been absolutely fascinating. So tell people how they connect with you. Oh, sure. Uh, well, thank you. I, my website is get so mm-hmm. It'll take you to the main site and on there uh, there's a contact or connect uh, page mm-hmm. where you can connect with me directly. If you have any specific mm-hmm. questions, mm-hmm. Uh, there is also a form on there that you can say that you want to be on my newsletter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also purchase the book online uh, for Call to Lead Success mm-hmm. Strategies for Women, which is about international. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. What oh, are some of the other chapters like? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the, the book is comprised of 18 international uh, women leaders. Okay. We felt that they were called to lead. Like, I feel like I was called to speak. I also mm-hmm. feel called to lead in this arena. Mm-hmm. And so they all share, it, it's different than other anthologies, so mm-hmm. to speak. I call it more of a collaborative piece of work mm-hmm. because we've all shared our stories about what it is most important mm-hmm. for other leaders who feel mm-hmm. called to know about our experience so they can uh-huh. apply to their experience mm-hmm. and hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. bypass some of the mistakes mm-hmm. we've made. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we also give some, we give our favorite quotes, we give our advice, mm-hmm. and we give some takeaways oh, that you wonderful. can act on. Great. So it's a little bit different. It's more mm-hmm. of an action book. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope if that's something that speaks to you, mm-hmm. that you do find, uh, mm-hmm. take a look at my website and reach out to me. Perfect. And I'm happy to make sure we, we get you a signed copy. I love it. I love it. And again, the book is called to lead success mm-hmm. strategies for women. Um, yeah. So I can't wait to, cause I've, I've read the one chapter I've read your chapter, but I can't wait to, to read the other chapters. So this will, this will be wonderful. Yes. I'll have, I'll have yours in the mail soon. <laughs> I, you know, I always like getting presents, such fun, such fun. Well, you know, this really has been eye opening. It's been a wonderful discussion. You know, I hope it really has 
made people think, you know, not only about themselves, but others, you know, how can we be helping others? I mean, you know, this, this is, it, you know, it, it's, it's become a very remote world and we need to bring it back into a very personal world. Um, you know, and, and I think that's the, the thing, you know, is, is to remember, you know, we're just because we're on a screen and maybe a thousand miles apart doesn't mean we still can't, you know, act like we're sitting together having a cup of coffee. Exactly. And I, I applaud you for bringing this on to your show. It's not a what's considered normal in business to, mm-hmm. you know, talk about, but it's so relevant and important mm-hmm. that more business podcasts right, are right. bringing it up as mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. as an important topic. Right. So thank you for having the courage to bring this on. Well, you were a friend mm-hmm. next door to many people mm-hmm. today, and I'm sure you made a difference in, in some lives. Well, and you know, and, and Cindy, thank you so much for sharing your story, because as you were saying, I think that is one of the things that, you know, the, the more we hear about it, the more it really does become normal. Mm-hmm. And we think, oh, okay, what can we do to help? Exactly. Exactly. And that's all, that's what it's all about. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final words of wisdom for everyone? Uh, do your mental health check after you brush your teeth and wash your face. You can do a mental health check as many times a day as you like. And, and just keep tabs of, keep in tune with what's going on with you, mm-hmm. what kind of support you need, and then what kind of support other people may need. And let's just all be there for each other so we can help each other live the lives we deserve because none of us deserve to struggle. Right. I love it. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful, enlightening discussion with Cindy Chosik. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.